Hello everyone. Welcome to Weekend Focus the Scoop podcast where we bring in news, current affairs and analysis. My name is Bofus Nwisi and I will be anchoring the show. Within the past week, Hizba, a religious police force in Kano State, intensified its clampdown on hotels and other recreational centers around the state. Joining me to talk about this are Aisha Yusuf Kyota, joining us from London, and Hadiza Yusuf Musa, joining us from Kano. Hadiza and Aisha, welcome to the show. Thank you for having us, Buffer. Thank you so, uh, Hadiza, uh, you do us the honor of casting the first tone today. Uh, I want to ask you, as someone who lives in Kano, can you please tell us what the clampdown is all about? Um, the Kano State Hisbar Board, uh, which was set up in 2000, 2000 by former Governor Rabi Musa Konkosu, like, as you said, it's an Islamic police force that frowns on immorality. So last week in Kano, they set out to arrest underage children, youth, they site in hotels and recreational places because they believe that this youth goes out without the consent of their parent or guardian to indulge in immorality. This was what it was about. Um, that's very interesting, really. I read about it um, and I did not... I couldn't comprehend the, like, I just couldn't grasp the concept of what they were doing in the sense that judging from the response of the people that they caught, it seemed like the raid took any and everybody that they could get one. So be it people running businesses, people who went, I saw, I saw, um, of someone who went to food exactly students Mm -hmm. some complained of missing their exams and things like that so just imagine you go to the um, la sultana or something and they sell shawarma and before you know what's happening his body carries everybody um in the name of immorality that's that's that is it's 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 a bit absurd to to, to begin with because Kano is a commercial city I mean in those days yes. I feel um, when it comes to maybe buying food and doing a, a little bit of recreation here and there it was more open and free people play football in front of their houses and buy their little gose and kunu in front of their houses but now we yes. have places that have football p- pitch that have um, mm. um, restaurants and things like that so for you to it's it seems like they're trying to stifle businesses because um in all honesty i i do not understand how you could just budge into an establishment and just say okay everyone here is doing immoral activities now my question to you is um this what what gave off the impression of immorality in these places like um somebody the place they visited has this reputation yes. of, of immorality. But then it's a student area close to, it's just opposite uh, Bayoriro University, Kanu. Yeah. And um, uh-huh. a lot of students, you know, you know, you know, one thing is um, hostels, school hostels, the accommodation are limited. So definitely yeah. people go out to rent apartment 
maybe uh -huh. be to one room or flats. And apart from that, people are using that as an opportunity. Like people from Kano, we use that as an opportunity. That's Lambare is a free area. So I can just go anytime with anyone. Yes. And it's safe. So I can do anything in Lambare without anyone bothering me because it's, um, it's a student it's area. area. Yes. So there's this ideology Kano people have on that yeah. area. And and the truth of the matter is it's presumed that anybody in well the majority of attendants in university are adults, right? And yes. how I looked at it is that um in an an adult should be seen as a responsible person. So it shouldn't be the obligation of an authority outside to keep them in check when it comes to their personal and private, you know, endeavors. Although, like, if they're doing anything that, you know, is disrupting the public, maybe noise or any form of disruption, that makes sense if, you know, the authorities come and contain the situation. But people going by their days, you know, and coming to get arrested in the process is it's mm. crazy. <laughs> and, and, and some students claim that they are human rights have been infringed but then his back also claimed that they are doing their job so it is what it is um, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I agree i agree with you both yeah i agree the I agree human rights you area i agree with you both uh, in the sense that uh, 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 the the students may have an argument that their human rights uh, have been uh, violated because um, ultimately the issue of detention and the issue of arrest are all constitutional rights and uh, and and the, the manner that in which in which um, uh, the law requires that a detention and arrest should be conducted is clearly spelled out in our in our jurisprudence so uh, there are there are reports of Hizba you know actually violating um, some of these rights for example I've seen a video where um, uh, a, a, a woman was uh, arrested in her room, you know, in Dunbarry apartment. You know, it's so appalling to see. Uh, if that is a clear violation of perhaps her, so many, so many rights. There, there is Section yeah. thirty-four, uh, which is right uh, uh, to human dignity. You know, her dignity. You know, uh, then there is also uh, Section thirty-seven, which is. Um, which basically, uh, and, and I, would, I would like to call, call that right, uh, right to be left alone, because that is basically what the right says, right, right to be left alone. You have the right to be, to, to, to be left alone. Mm -hmm. and, and there is also the issue of uh, a fair hearing, uh, uh, Section 36, which whether or not they have actually committed, because the law is clear on that, that when you arrest someone on the allegation that he has committed something, that he has yeah. the... Uh, the, uh, the right to you know to fear hearing you cannot be the judge and be the executioner uh, uh -huh. uh, you cannot preside on your own case uh nemo judex in cosa so it's a it's an established principle uh in our law and there is also mm -hmm. the principle of all the altering party that the other party must be had these are principles of of, of fair hearing which i don't think have been um have been violated I'd so 
have, have, have been adhered to uh, a bigger mm-hmm. partner. So, so I agree with you. Maybe they could have an argument uh, that their human rights have been violated. But the question that I would like to throw out there, starting with you, um, uh, Aisha, is that, okay, let's, let's assume that uh, these rights have been violated. And, but don't you think that the end justifies the means? Um, clarify on what you mean by the end justifies. Okay, the okay. If, 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 uh, say, well, would agree that uh, uh, their the rights have been violated, but uh-huh. there is also the issue of uh, nagging, uh, growing uh, immorality within the state. Now, if these actions by Hezba have been able to curtail those things, wouldn't you say that? Uh, the end has justified the means? Um, honestly, in my opinion, the way they're going is not going to curtail anything. It's just going to make um, the youth of Kano smarter, mm. you know? Yeah, because I agree with you. They will find creative ways of... Creative ways to go about their businesses. When uh, you're absolutely. trying to curb out immorality, you target the individual's hearts. Not, not, not um, by, you know, humiliating them. Exactly. Mm. But, but these people are adults who are going through different things. And I feel like Hizba as a board should also have, um, should also serve as a research institution as well, where you research and look at the social impact of what's going on on the youth of um, the people in Kano and find Sharia and both um, current ways to help these people, be it um, people who are doing drugs and people who are involved in Im- immoral acts. Because I've noticed that um, Hizba is really focused on, you know, drugs, alcohol and um, promiscuity in Kano. Mm. So when you look at Absolutely. the reason behind why the youth are doing what they're doing and find a solution that targets each and every individual who willingly wants to change for the better because they have realized that the ways that they're going is not the way forward and it's only going to bring downfall to their them as individuals that's the only way you can make somebody grow like i cannot say oh, okay mr buffer you're doing something that i do not like and so i'm just going to get you arrested you're not going to stop doing what you'll fight back or you'll find other ways to do it. But if let's say I come as your friend and maybe I advise you or I give you alternatives or I show you that what you're doing is wrong. And this is like between friends. So as an organization, you research your subjects, you research the youth, you research people who you're targeting and you find out what's wrong. Where is this coming from? And then you arrest it from the root. Don't come and be arresting people who are guilty and not guilty, infringing in their privacies and humiliating them. And at the end of the day, nobody really sees the ultimate benefits. Well, well, I think uh, because of time, uh, we'd have to leave this conversation here. Let us quickly, in two or three minutes, talk about uh, another issue that um, I, I find quite interesting. Um, earlier in the day, uh, President Jonathan Goodluck, uh, after casting his ballot in Bielsa, uh, he, he told newsmen that he's actually uh, seeking the 
National Assembly to make law against uh, off-season elections. Off-season elections. So, I, I, uh, Hadiza, what do you think about about that? Uh, what do you think about? It is possible. Just in two minutes. In in, in one minute. Sorry. <laughs> it, it I have a lot of questions. Of though. Mm. <laughs> okay. Okay. First of all, why did it even come to be? Off season yep. elections. Yep. You know because what, because, because the, the the elections could not be con- conducted. Uh, maybe some of the states, uh, the the court have have sent the person that was declared winner in the polls. Maybe the court have sent them parking. So if that happens, then then there will be uh, uh, another another swearing in a whole another process and since the law says four years so the four years will start from the day that he was sworn in not the day the so, other person yep so it's a ripple effect that's what we're suffering it, it is it is it is it is so 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 if we have to change that we have to go uh back to the root we we, we have to change the, the judicial process we have to change it very very uh, constructively, because if not, there is no way to stop off-season elections. If maybe the courts are still making pronouncements one year, one and a half year into a new ad- ad- administration, it cannot be but, possible. But, but do you know this off-season election is also a stress to the court? Just imagine the courts are rounding up with their with with their judgment, and mm. this is an election again. And you are asking them, definitely, there will be a winner mm. and a loser. And you, yes. the loser or the person that... Is that definitely going won. to contest. Is going to contest yes. the, the, the result. Yes. And it's yes. another stressful thing for the court. So it's like an on and on process mm. that has to be. Well, 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 I think due to time factor, we cannot be able to delve into this matter and deal with it uh i think maybe perhaps we can take the discussion to next week uh absolutely thank you thank you aisha thank you hadiza for coming to the show always a pleasure to scoop thank the you. <laughs> well that's all we can take for today you can follow us on our Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram handle CityScope, or you can also visit our website at www.thescope.com for latest news. Thank you, and it's goodbye from me. Thank you.